You found it. The no-nonsense, no-script podcast you've been waiting for. Real people on real issues. Welcome to Dynamic Independence. The home of logic, reason, and common sense. Let's do it. Thanks, everybody, for joining us today. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm sitting down today with Bruce Adams and GP. Good afternoon, Bruce. Good afternoon, GP. How are you guys today? As the chair squeaky. Good. What about you? As the chair squeaky. You've left me too much time. Oh, the chair squeaky? Yes. Good. Then you know I'm here. It's real. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all real. Too, so. Your chair does it now, too. What is with you guys in squeaking yeah. chairs? What is it, how, how is it you, you guys actually, have squeaking chairs and I don't? I remove the grease and oil from them just to make sure they Just to louder. annoy me. Just to annoy <laughs> yes. me. Yeah, okay. Just for you. All right. Absolutely. Well, I'm doing fantastic. Thank you very much for asking. So where would you guys like to start today? Do we want to start with the Zuckerberg getting grief from go- people saying he's supposed okay. to censor Trump or? OK, let's start with tech. Let, let's go. To, let's go to tech. tech? OK, so, so what do tech. we have? Sure. OK, first of all, let's let's talk about what what it is we're dealing with here. OK, so last week, President Trump said he was going to come out and he was going to censor Twitter or not censor. He was going to he was going to go after Twitter and Facebook and Google and these companies because they're now censoring him, which to mm-hmm. be fair. OK, I mean, it's not a secret that if you think a certain way, we've been saying this for months. If you think a certain way, these companies are going to start removing you. And you're seeing more and more prominent people being removed off of these these platforms, right? Candace Owens was the latest, right? She got knocked off of uh, Facebook and Twitter. She's knocked out. So she's the latest victim of all this. Now they're turning their sights towards Trump, right? Jack Dorsey's come out and said that Mm. they're going to start blocking his tweets and doing this and doing that, which, you know what? I'm kind of happy. I'm kind of happy that they're actually doing that because now it actually puts it into perspective for President Trump of what's actually happening to those of us that have been thrown off these platforms. So the uh, the thing is, is that something's going to have to be done with these companies. Bruce, you've made several suggestions on here about what needs to be done, chief among which mm-hmm. is getting rid of their platform status. I think that's a fantastic thing to do at this point, right? That's a good way to go with mm-hmm. this. So we need to start looking at revoking their platform status because that's what they're behaving like. They're editors and and censoring and, and, and doing all this stuff and taking down things. And I think that what happened with Trump was he posted, which I think this is what the issue is, it leads up to this issue you're talking about with Facebook. The thing with Twitter was Trump posted something along the lines of these thugs are out there burning the city down as in reference to Minneapolis. And that's what mm-hmm. Twitter with Jack Dorsey, that, that's what they took down or they censored or whatever it is that they did with that tweet. And that's where it started. Mm-hmm. And now you're saying that Facebook, right? Mark Zuckerberg came out after Trump wrote the executive order that he was going to go after uh, tech companies. Zuckerberg came out, made the statement, said that they are a free speech platform, which we know they're not. And mm-hmm. they allow all diverse forms of an opinion on their platform, which we know is not true, which we know is not mm-hmm. true. So he's come out, made that stance. And now he didn't do anything to the Trump tweets or the um, the post or whatever it was. And so his employees are a little upset. And now they're going to stage a walkout, correct? Is that is that where we're going? Yes, that's what they, they want to do, a virtual walkout. Is that your door that I heard? That is my infrared sensor going off. I have the portion of my house. Okay. Yes, the, the migratory birds have decided that my home is 
a new place for them to nest. <laughs> okay. So I've all got right. a bunch of nests and they're sitting right. off all my sensors. Okay. But yeah. So let's talk about Facebook. Let, let's talk about what they're going to do uh, with all this. So first of all, they're going to stage a walkout. Okay. Are the mm. employees in the right for doing this? Or or do you think let's let's discuss this point, right? The, these two sides. Or do you think it's wrong for them to walk out because they're denying someone a platform for expressing their views in how they see things? So which which side's correct here? Let's, let's go with this. Just take the statement. Okay, what statement? You gotta understand what are they taking? Most people never read the full statement from Trump or bother to listen to the whole thing. They only listen to a piece or they're given a piece and then they're saying that's racist. Or is a statement that he says really racist? Because a lot of times he'll say something like saying thugs, right? I guess apparently the community believes that thug is a word to refer to black people only. Well, thug mm-hmm. is is a Indian word from thuggy. And so I, I don't know where they're getting this from, but whatever. Just because you steal a word doesn't mean that word is yours. It's general word. They're words, but neither here nor there. What are they? What are they offended with? What was the statement? Does, does anybody have what Bruce? What What was the tweet that's got all these people in uproar? What was a what? racist tweet? Look up racist tweet to see, because I'm sure they're going to scream about it. I don't know if they're saying the one where you loot and shoot. Is it that one? Is there a racist could- statement? No, we're looking for racist statement. They don't care it's, or inciting inciting violence. Give me some statements, the exact tweet from beginning to end, and we can determine, is that racist? Is that inciting violence? Yeah. Here's the tweet. All right, I got the tweet. Friday okay. morning, okay, Trump tweeted about the protest in Minneapolis over police killing of George Floyd, saying that this is his tweet. These, and I'm just quoting here, these thugs are dishonoring the memory of George Floyd, and I won't let it happen. So he then ended the tweet okay. with, he then tweeted again, he says, any difficulty... And we will assume control. But when the looting starts, the shooting starts. Thank you. Interpret that. Interpret when the looting starts, the shooting starts. Does that mean he's going to start shooting or does that mean they are going to start shooting? Well, make, I think make, which th- one is it? Open, I think it's open for interpretation when you put it in that context. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. it depends on how you're looking at it. Does he mean that he's going to send in? He says we will assume. He says any difficulty and we will assume control. But. When the looting starts, the shooting starts. So by saying this, he's probably meaning the National Guard will come in with rubber bullets, which they've done. They're going to shoot mm-hmm. rubber bullets. They're going to shoot tear gas. Right. That's mm-hmm. that's all in, in this context here. Right. Now, I'm not we're not taking mm-hmm. sides here. We're not defending one side or the other. We're just I, I actually heard it. And listen, I heard this actually before, but I, I took it as the, the when the looting starts the sh- or when the looting starts, the shooting starts that during every single time there's been looting. Civilians have been shooting people, shooting at cops, shooting at people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's looting, then shooting. That's how I took it. But maybe that's me, how I just see the progression of destruction. I, I took it as Trump being a New Yorker. Mm-hmm. And it was more of a you loot, we shoot kind of mm-hmm. a thing. Okay. And uh, that's how I took it. But, okay. you know. Okay, if he's a New Yorker and that's typically how they say things, then yeah, okay. So he's saying you loot, we shoot. Yeah. Let's so you're t- basically telling them if you commit crimes, we're going to shoot you. So stealing is stealing a crime worth death. Well, let's let's talk about say. Twitter's response. Let, let's talk about Twitter's okay. response. All right. Because th- this is what they've said. They said that this is their communications department. They came out and they said early, early that same morning, they said that the tweet violates our policies regarding the glorification of violence. This is too rich. Based on the historical context of the last line, its connection to violence and the risk it could inspire similar actions today. We've taken 
action in the interest of preventing others from being inspired to commit violent acts, Mm -hmm. but have kept the tweet on Twitter because it is important that the public still be able to see the tweet given its relevance to the ongoing matters of public importance. Okay, so they're saying here, right, they say they say that they've taken action in the interest of preventing others from being inspired to commit violent acts. The whole riot's a violent act. Yes. One it's an act statement. of violence. If you smash a door in, is that an act of violence? Or is that of course like is. giving somebody a Girl Scout cookie? It's an act that's of freaking a, violence. That's a pretty strong Girl Scout. Just, just want to... <laughs> okay, well, f- Facebook, okay? Facebook says that they're going to stage a walkout now, okay? So mm-hmm. fa- Facebook's going to walk out because they think that, that Facebook, Zuckerberg, right? They, they think that he's taken a stance that's allowed this to continue. Is Zuckerberg right or is he not? I mean, which, which we all have our own opinions. So is Zuckerberg correct in taking the stance that he is and allowing this to continue? I mean, what should the recourse be for his employees that decide they're going to walk out because of that? Well, GP, you're a small business guy. You know how these things mm-hmm. work. OK, you, you, yes. you've gone in and out of major corporations. If you have, let's mm-hmm. say put yourself in Zuckerberg's shoes. If you've got all these employees, you've got thousands of employees that are going to that are going to walk out because you're taking a stance walk. on. OK, all right. Because they're going to cause problems later. OK, they're going to cause problems. Later. These these people that want these people are terrorists. They're employee terror. They're, they're business terrorists. They will do these things. And if you cave into it next week, it's something else. Next week, they want 17 bathrooms. Next week, they want whatever it may be. It's a good point. If you came once, it's just it doesn't end. It never ends well. You got the company uh, to where it is because of your skill, your do, your diligence, your due diligence, making a agreement, a mutual agreement with all these employees that this is how we're going to act and this is how we're going to accomplish these goals. This, so each and every one of us can take care of our families. And we've all made that agreement. But when you start taking some of these individuals out here saying, well, I don't like the way you're going, you're allowing this politician because I'm making this political. I'm taking my politics in the workplace. Those people cause more problems because then they're going to be like, Dex is like, you know, there's a Trump supporter. There's a guy that was supporting Trump and I'm feeling not safe now. Oh, there's a guy that's supporting this. Now I'm not feeling safe now. And it just keeps going and it go and it was going to be a giant boulder. And the next thing you know, you don't have a company anymore because it's just nothing but lawsuits. He's got to nip it in the bud right now. Might I also point out we just came down from a lockdown. Yes. I'm sure there's a lot of employees that would or, or excuse me, a lot of people that are unemployed currently that would love a chance to have a decent paying job that could potentially allow you to work from home. So, yes, exactly. Don't make work political. Do you, would you like it if your boss was like, okay, you're all voting for Trump now? Yep, you're voting for Trump. That'd be cool for you. If you don't like it, don't work here. Is that is that he's, fair? He's already done that, by the way. Who has done that? Zuckerberg. Oh, I know. If you do, if you vote, I know he's already did that. It, it was it was uh, with the Oculus Rift guy. Yeah, that made the Oculus Rift. He the the Oculus Rift guy was a um, Trump, Trump supporter. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, terrible. Story. Yeah, so yeah, anyway. so that's why these employees are going to be doing this to him. It's just it's just karma. I mean, he's getting it back to him. Like, okay, I didn't realize. Okay, shoot. That's horrible. Okay. Yeah, it is horrible. It is horrible. Let's jump over to, let's talk about, let, let's let's get into these, um, the reason for all this. Let, let's get into a little bit of this, uh, the riot news today. So last night, some action hit DC. They took Trump down in the bunker just for safety precautions. Uh, they uh, they decided that they were going to hang out uh, outside of the, uh, the fence there and they went crazy. Tear gas is all out there and uh, riot police decided they were going to start tangling with them and so on, so on and so forth. But one thing actually stood out to me. I spent a little bit of time today going over a lot of this stuff. And 
as all this stuff started to um, started to just click, this is just my take. As I'm going down through this stuff today, I'm looking around and I'm thinking to myself, okay, which we all know that these protests, they've largely been taken over. So we, we know that this is not about George Floyd anymore. But as I'm going down through looking at all this stuff and I see all the busted up police cars in all these cities and I see all these out of control people. And as I'm looking down through all these pictures, and I see all these different signs and things that are being held up in there. Uh, and I look through all this stuff. I see one thing that's common through all this. Now, I'm not going to I'm not taking sides here. I'm, I'm not that kind of person. Right. I'm just pointing out what I see. And as I'm looking down through and I, I've, I'm looking at several different sources through all this, I, I've watched several different videos and I see all these different people that are coming out saying that these are all white supremacists and these are out of state instigators and you know, all, all this stuff there. But but we know we know that they're busing in people from all all different parts of the country. Right. We know that this has got George Soros written all over it. So and we're going to get into a little bit of um, some of the stuff you brought up yesterday, GP. I got some video we're going to go over here in just a minute. Uh, it's about the uh, it's about the pallets of bricks. <laughs> it's kind of funny, actually. So we're going to go over that. We're going to go over what some people are doing in uh, in other parts of the country uh, to protect businesses and things like that. Uh, we talked yesterday on some NYPD officers that kind of pushed forward a little bit in a barricade into um, uh, a sea of people. And as I'm looking at all the people that are in that particular shot. And a majority, a majority of people that I'm seeing in other shots, depending on which way you're looking at it, which particular reporting agency is is mm-hmm. looking at things and how they're putting the camera angle and things of that mm-hmm. nature. One thing that I notice about all of these photos, if you look very closely, you'll see a lot of them. Like this guy, this guy right here. Okay, there's a guy standing here in the midst of all this. Okay, he's wearing a Trump 2020 hat. He's got a Mr. President Trump T-shirt on, and he's standing there like he's in charge. And he's now, if this was a real guy, if this was a real guy, and he was not a plan, what what do you think would happen in that sea of humanity that he's standing in? He wouldn't be making. He'd be dead. So. One thing that I'm noticing, if you look at people behind the sides and up off the edges and things like that, you can pick out the agitators, right? These right here, these people that are sitting on top of this vehicle going down the highway, right? These are these are just idiot followers. But a majority of people that you see in a lot of these shots, these are the ones that are organizing it. Now, you see this fellow right here stomping on this fire, right? This guy, you see the sign he's ha- he's ha- he has in his hand there. Okay. okay. This is another thing that stood out to me. It says, uh, by, any by any means, means, by any means. Okay. There's an organization yeah, out there called- That's Antifa. That is Antifa. There is an organization out there called BAM, by any means necessary. Okay. Yeah. So what I'm seeing in all these shots, I do see minority groups in there for sure. I mean, you see them here, right? I do see that stuff. And you do see the ones that are out there in the front lines, you know, getting in cops' faces and things like that. But a majority of the time, I'm seeing- a bunch of wound up white folks. That's what I'm seeing in the midst of all this. Uh-huh. And I see, I mean, clearly, if you look at this, right? All right. And here you go. Okay. Uh, where's the one yesterday? This guy, right? You remember this guy out here in, in Utah, right? You remember this fella? Uh-huh. Okay. Now, if you look at this photo here, okay, I don't see a lot of minority groups in there. Do you? I see a few. Okay. Well, that, I, that's Salt Lake City. Look, that's I mean, Salt you got to understand the popular density. I, is it Salt Lake I City? I understand. That's Salt Lake City. I understand. But my point is, is that in the cities, you see, you do see the minority groups, right? They are there, of course. Mm -hmm. But 
My point is, is that the agitators behind this are a bunch of meth head wound up white people, the bunch of basement dwellers. I'm talking the leftist crybaby millennial types that live in their parents' basement. That's the type we're seeing. The ones that are rioting on the on the campuses of Berkeley a few years back when Ann Coulter would show up. Do you remember that crowd? Do you remember that? Mm, yeah. That's yeah. who these people are. And the ones and they're being bussed in from all over the country. So my point is, is that when I'm looking at these photos and I'm going through this stuff, you can see them off to the side. Right. Anybody that knows anything about how organized crime works, you can go through and you can pick out the ones that are the agitators off to the sides. Right. So you've got peaceful people in there. But when you get into like riots, this is New York City. OK, this that we're looking at that I have on screen here. This is New York City. I don't see many minorities in there either. So my, my issue is, is that you've got wound up behind the scenes agitators. You know, for if, if we're picking I, I'm not I'm not picking sides here. I'm not picking skin color, none of that stuff. But what I'm saying is, is you've got a bunch of wound up meth head types that are these Antifa people. These are a bunch of wound up white folks. OK, that's what these people are. And they're the ones in there that are stirring this up. And they're the ones that uh, we, and we're going to lead. We're going to go straight into the BRICS uh, argument here because these are the groups. These are the people. These are the ones that are out there placing these things around the cities. Cans of gasoline and fuel and things like that. Empty bottles, rags for Molotovs. Yeah, you said there was a run on those. Yeah. Yeah. These groups that are placing them around the cities in certain points, leading protests down through there. Right. These are the ones. So th these are the people. And so. You get groups like now, of course, you know, you have these ones here. Yeah, yeah. You, you've got guys like this. OK, looters, things like that. That's going to happen. But when you have other groups out there that are intentionally starting things and, and steaming up the um, the masses that are out there, I'm not making excuses here. Uh, either way, it's not right. But the fact is, is this is not uh, white versus black that they're pitting each other against, right? That's 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 the whole mm -hmm. point I'm trying to make here, is this is not a minority-fueled thing. Okay, so you had a federal officer that was killed in Oakland two nights ago, okay? His name was David Patrick Underwood, all right? He was, a, he was an African-American male. He was shot and mm -hmm. killed by these mobs. Now, explain to me how the media ignores that, but then they go about everything else. See, the idea here is to ignore the real crime, Ignore what's mm -hmm. happening. And I'm not I'm not dismissing Floyd. Right. That that should be brought to public light, mm -hmm. of course. Right. That has to be brought to public light. That's a terrible thing. Did they but catch the, fact the person is, that shot the officer? As far as I know, no. And by the way, the FBI is calling that an act of domestic terrorism, just so you know. So oh. the, the fact is, is that the media ignores things like that. And they put forth all this other stuff so that when you have issues like what Trump said, and this is where I'm tying it in. You had issues like with what Trump said, where he said, if the looting starts, the shooting starts, you take it in that context of we're going to grab control and we're going to send in the state National Guard to restore order and they start shooting rubber bullets or worse yet, they use live live ammunition. Well, then the media then turns around and says, well, look, see, see, they're fighting the tyranny of the state. They're fighting the police state when, in fact, they're the ones that are fighting to have the police state in the midst of all of it. So it's not what they say. Right. But how, my point is, is how are you going to get through to somebody that's sitting in their house watching CNN and CBS and ABC and MSNBC all day that sees the narrative that can't decipher what we just talked about? How is it you can get through to that person that can't see that, that, that can't see the other side of it and see the agenda of, of what's being done by the groups that are pushing it? I don't know that you do. There's got to be a way. There's got to be a way. Because, I mean, clearly, the, the way that I'm looking at all this, right, I mean, this is this is what I'm seeing. Now, I'm not saying that this is you know, the be all end all. And, you know, I, everyone's welcome to their own opinion. This is just how I'm interpreting it when I see the photos that I see. So 
I'm just looking at it from a logical standpoint. I can see the agenda that's being pushed here, and I know that the groups that are behind it. And I see how they're trying to pit people against each other. And I see how the media is purposely ignoring one side and not looking at the whole picture of things. If this is indeed a legit thing, then they shouldn't have any problem covering it, right? But instead, they're, they're just tailoring to that agenda. And they're not actually pointing out anything that's real. I mean, you've got the media, as you said yesterday, Bruce, what you call them, an accessory in all this? Yeah. Well, that's what they are. Because you've got the MSNBC reporter saying that this is a peaceful protest and it's largely not out of control. And there's a three story fire raging behind him. So, I mean, like this is this is their this is their delusion. This is their delusion. This is where they're at. And they're pushing this to people. And I mean, seriously, if you're sitting there, if you're watching that stuff, how on earth can you believe that? How on earth can you believe that and not see through that hypocrisy? I'm really trying to understand this and come to grips with this, but I just can't get it through. I can't get my head wrapped around it. GP, are you there? You gone? Yeah, I'm here. No, I'm here. So I'm just looking at the name of every person that died being shot okay, by I, police officers. Okay, well, I want to I want to talk about that, right? Because th- this is an important point. As we're referencing all this stuff, as I'm breaking down what I'm seeing through all this. Mm-hmm. Okay, I want to talk about what you brought up this morning. I want to talk about the deaths in these cities. So, mm-hmm. do we have? Uh, you're looking over that. Okay, you're looking over some statistics. Mm-hmm. So, tell us what you got. Well, it's it's a tough statistics. I mean, it's almost two to one. Well, actually, if you if you add all the blacks and all the Hispanics shot by police officers, it's the same total as all the whites killed by police officers. If you go to unarmed, it's about 2.2 to one whites over blacks being killed. Unarmed whites are killed twice as often, a little over twice as often. But Hispanics are even killed more often than blacks unarmed. Um, Asians being the least, of course. And I'm going over literally reading every single news report almost all of them mm-hmm. and it's crazy they're shoot these people that are being killed by these police officers they're shooting up gas stations they're shooting up stores they're going in they're they're carrying massive amounts of drugs I why mean, are we not I, hearing I, about I, that it took me forever why, why? it took forever for me to find one where the person was unarmed not with a gun without a gun with a knife i found one with a knife it was it's just really hard to find them without weapons being shot. Why are we not hearing um, about it? You are. But nobody wants to listen to that. Well, I want to listen to it. So continue. Don't don't let me interrupt. Okay, you. I'm but, sorry. It, <laughs> but it's it's going through these. It, it's you and you can look at the source. I mean, the, there's a great um, that's a great thing about the Internet is you can literally look up. You've got the names of every single person. Dylan Michael Smith, Brandon Lovell Webster, Matthew Burroughs, Abdullah Tham. You know, if you got their names, you got how they died, you know exactly what state they died in, you know what race they are. And you know what I'm finding? You know what? Almost all of them are men. Almost every single one of these shootings are men. This is against men because there's only a couple females here out of the 1,004 names I've gone through of that's how many, by the way, that's how many people were shot in a police in a shooting but the uh, amount of females it's so small the percentage is less than 10 percent. there's obviously prejudice against men in their shootings right sounds that way they shoot men 10 times more often than they do women what kind of society do we live in and if you realize that i'm taking a stab at some of these movements that are out there i am taking People, a stab at the different group yes i am taking a stab at the because really you know why these most men are being thinking? Because they make bad decisions. These men made bad decisions, and a majority of these people that make bad decisions happen to be men. Even though the population in these places is 50-50, why is it only men that are being shot and killed, not women? 
oh, why is it women do less? Can't be right. So it's obviously against men. It's decisions. It's a cultural decisions. But people don't want to see that. That the reason why there's a lot of disparities is decisions. Is your choice as how you live your life. You know, the, I know a guy, there's a guy out here who's never spoke to a police officer his entire life ever. He's a hermit. He lives up in the hills. Never spoke to a police officer in his life. He's up in Alaska. Spent his whole life. Never spoke to a police officer in his life. But if you live a life of crime, you're going to run into police officers a lot. Yes, you will. So how is it this, you know, that they don't want to acknowledge the fact that if you're a criminal, you're going to come across this stuff. If you're not a criminal, you're not going to come across this stuff very often. Although when me and my colleagues, we were in a study that did uh, research down in Compton, Carson, Wilmington. It was a heart disease study. I got pulled over every week. Oh, my God. It took about three months for them to get used to me in the neighborhood because I would drive slow <laughs> looking for addresses to my mistake people that I number would one. see. Mistake number one. Yes. This mistake number one. I'm driving slow. In Compton. I'm obviously <laughs> a minor. I'm obviously not from there. Obviously. So they stopped me. They stopped me a lot every week. I was getting stopped sometimes twice in one day. They'd ask me stuff. I've been getting I've been taken out of my car. I've been cuffed. I've been had my car gone through. Had a lot of stuff done. Did it, is it legal? Was it right? No. But, you know, I don't know. Uh, I have some breaking news, fellas, if you guys are uh, interested. Uh, yeah, what do you is, got? This is related to the uh, the riots. Uh, the rioters have declined officially to sign Colin Kaepernick. They're not going to be taking him on their team. So, um, <laughs> oh, my God. It's just he's going to have to keep looking. You know, it's just it's unfortunate. Um, it's, it's, it's unfortunate. <laughs> so it's another letdown. Yeah. For, for the uh, for the sports community. You know, so, I, I, I kind of part of me wants to keep what GP just said, because there is an element of I know we don't want to talk bad about cops, but at the same time, there's things we have to address as far as cops, because why in the situation of Floyd, why did that happen? Why were four cops? Was it four cops or three cops? Two, two police officers, active duty, regular ones and two uh, trainees. OK, so three of them were on top of him, right? that you had three cops sitting on top of him, one on his neck, one on his back, and one on his legs. They sat there for like 10 minutes, seven, seven to 10 minutes, right? Why were they sitting on top of him after he was cuffed for that long of a period, first of all? Second of all, we've seen other cases, not just against black people, but against white as well, where they're overusing their authority. They're overstepping their their bounds, right? Or they're being too aggressive in the case of Floyd. I don't, I don't know. I, I feel like there needs to be more training or more guidelines, restrictions, whatever you want to call it on cops, and they need to get rid of, I don't know, maybe get rid of the unions. So if you have a bad cop, you're able to get rid of them. You know, just just kind of a thought. Mm -hmm. Do you guys want to talk about the bricks? You, do you want to get, I got some videos, I got some clips of the bricks. GP, are you down in the dumps? No, no, not at all. I'm just, no. there's, it can't, it can't really with facts of like, there's just so, everybody lies. You know, it's, they, they just lie to get their agenda done. Lie, lie, oh, lie, oh, lie, oh, lie. Oh, 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 stop, 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 stop. I like to think that we are completely honest here. We, we all, okay, to, to be to be completely clear, we're as honest as we possibly can with the facts that we're given or that we have right. or that we've researched. Right, because we're, but we're even if, But if, if all we found was, was two plus two is five everywhere we looked, didn't mean we're correct, but we're reporting on two plus two is five. Right. Because that's right. all we know. But, so but I'm talking about people who legitimately, deliberately take things out of context in order to promote an agenda of hate. Yes. And then they spread it because all these people with 
terrible educations and have been told everything that they're told by, you know, whichever political party they're in, that that's correct, that that's real, that this, you know, this is what we really stand for. You know, you, you don't please don't look at the last 25 years of our history of reports on how we've done in our cities. Don't just ignore that. But we're here for you. Because because these other people I going to take a clip. I mean, he gave a nine hour speech, but I'm only going to take seven minutes of it. And that seven minutes says something. But actually, that seven minutes was him saying something about something else. I mean, they're just, they're just horrible. Yes. But, yeah. but see, this is this. This is why <laughs> I'm doing great, man. Thanks. This is why <laughs> this is why it is imperative, right? This is why mm-hmm. everybody that's going out there and putting their, their themselves out there, their voices out there like we're doing, it is imperative that everyone be as honest as they can be with the facts that they have in front of them, just like you said, right? Because mm-hmm. we're moving into an age where the credibility that you've got, that's all we're going to have. That's it. There's nothing else. Everything else that's going on with what you see in the media, with what you see on social media and the uh, the hearsay and he said, she said stuff, it's going to come down to what you actually promote yourself as. That's going to be the future of things. It's going to be your integrity, right? And how honest you are as a person. That's what people are going to flock to. Mm-hmm. When I watch the television, it's garbage. I know it's garbage. I know it's terrible. I can't watch it. Any side of it. I don't care which one it is. Pick your favorite. I can't watch any of it for more than a couple of minutes without getting upset because I know better. I'm able to see through the agenda that they're pushing, like you just said, right? They take things out of context Mm -hmm. to push that agenda specifically to mislead people. And that's not what needs to be done. You need to deliver it to people in a factual sense as best you can and then move on. That's the only way that people are going to be able to have an independent thought for themselves, I think. Is that is that kind of the the line you're you're taking Mm -hmm. as well? Mm hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. I just want to make sure we were of the same understanding. So let's talk about some bricks. Mm-hmm. So GP, you brought up some oh, bricks yeah, the yesterday. Yep. There's pallets mm-hmm. of bricks all over these cities and they just showed up there, right? There's, there's no wall. There's no, there's no building that's being built. Nothing. They're just all of a sudden these piles of bricks are there. I'm sure our listeners can go ahead and look up plenty of video of these brick piles Yeah, that are set so. up all over. And gas cans ahead, and everything. Let else. me play this. Yeah, let me play this first one right now. These are Black Lives Matter protesters. Okay, so they're out there. They see these piles of bricks. This right here. Yeah, they put them there. This on the purpose. setup. They put them okay. there on purpose. Y'all know where they gonna set them on right up on the rail. Yeah, I know what building this is Come right here. Now. I ain't even gonna say what name it is. Hey, where do them bricks go to? Where do them bricks go to? Where do them bricks go to? We gotta do better. Ain't no. Gotta do better. Ain't no damn construction around here. I see. Ain't no damn construction around here. You're just gonna set a pile of bricks right there. Oh, okay. Listen, I did jury duty three months ago. Y'all don't keep no bricks right there. Do better. So clearly he knows this guy's smart enough. Those two guys are smart enough to know the difference. So mm-hmm. these pallets. These but there's pallets gonna be tons of people that don't. Of course. Yeah, of course. Of course. I mean, that's just going to be the way it is. But see, my point is, is that these things out here, this is why what we're seeing is staged, right? It's all theater, right? That's what Mm -hmm. this is. Because look, you've got groups out there and I'm talking about groups like Soros and company, right? You guys know who I'm talking about. You've got those types of groups using proxies like uh, Antifa and uh, radical elements of Black Lives Matter. Uh, working in conjunction with all these other groups to form, Bruce, what we've heard of as Civil Society 2.0, right? Mm-hmm. So these groups are out there staging all of this stuff on the sides of these streets, hoping that it, you know, it causes it causes havoc. 
And so, I mean, this is all over the place. Okay, so you had those bricks. That was in Dallas. Okay, then you've got pallets of bricks that are all over Fayetteville, North Carolina. Then you've got pallets of bricks that are all over Manhattan. Then you've got pallets of bricks. Wait, wait, that wait, are all- uh, wait. Stay on that picture for a second. I think I, I, I see it. Which one? Sign. Hold on. Stay right there. Uh-huh. There's, there's a flyer there. It says, do you have a broken window called Bubba's Window Repair? <laughs> <laughs> Well, it says here. Yeah, it's a good point. It says here. It says, yo, we got bricks. We got bricks. Rioters in Manhattan chanced upon a cache in the street equipped with bricks and a shovel at 10 or 1 p.m. on 2nd Avenue between St. Mark's Place and 7th Street. So that, that's in Manhattan. OK, then you've got bricks that are at Arbor Lakes in Maple Grove in Minneapolis. OK, just pallets of brick. You see them sitting out there. They're just sitting there. That doesn't look obvious or anything that nope. are just placed there. And, and here, here's another woman. This is what she calls. She, she's shocked. Right. You've got Antifa members. She uh, she yells at the uh, at the Antifa members. Right. Uh, and then they yell back at her. And she's saying she's talking about uh, Antifa members infiltrating their movement. So you see, you got warring groups and different factions in here that are all in this together. All hate groups are representative. Yes. Are yes there's all in. Sorry. But see, here's the thing. Here, here's the thing, because you've got people out there like the like the Minneapolis mayor. He's come out and he's calling out far right groups. Where are they? Where are they? You have a different form of far right in the U.S. Let me explain something. There's a difference between far right in Europe and there's a difference between far right in the U.S. Okay, Nazis in America are on the left. Okay, understand that. That's critical here. Marxists, Antifa, these groups are on the left. They're all on the left. There is no counter to these groups. They are one and the same. They are two sides of the same coin. It is crucial that people understand this. Bruce and I are putting together a special. We're working on it now. But in the midst of all this, we're having to, to try and juggle bringing this stuff to everybody day to day. We're in the process of putting together an extreme right and extreme left, compare and contrast. And we're going to get everybody's opinion weighed in on it. And we're going to explain from the historical side of things and the current side of things, the agendas of both of these groups. And I can assure you, as sure as I'm sitting here, they are not that different. At all. Are they, Bruce? No. No, there's not much difference to them. But anyway, back to what I was saying. Right. So these groups here, right, this this woman, right, Black Lives Matter representative. And she's saying that it, she's talking about these bricks and she says they're going to blame black people for that. And they're yelling back at her. The Antifa. Right. They're yelling back at this woman saying you ain't black. What are these people? Joe Biden reps <laughs> <laughs> trying right. to get them stirred up. Yeah. 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 OK. Uh, but anyway, it's just um yeah, it's just the, the, these people. Well, the good news is, right, the good news is, is that Antifa has been declared a, uh, a domestic terrorist organization. GP, do you think that's the right move for them to take here? It's a slippery slope. Meaning what? It really is. OK, well, Antifa is a, is a radical group. Why don't we then they're going to start pushing for the KKK, which is OK, whatever. That's where we're going to go where people most everyone's going to be like, yeah, OK, KKK or terrorist organization. OK, now we're going to go with church groups. All right. We find that the uh, radical whatever Christian group, they're uh, they're terrorists. Where does that terrorism status stop? We were already labeled terrorists in, but, towards in the early 2000s. As Christian organizations, we were, Any we were Christian, all Christian organizations are listed yeah. as terrorists. Uh-huh. How are you Domestic able to go to church? Yeah. 
or was it just one group that was labeled? I, I don't know the details on which groups and which not, but they were already labeling Christian groups in the beginning. Homeland Security was labeling them. I don't know if they were removed or any of that kind of stuff, but yeah, they in the beginning it was. I want to jump up to a target in Philadelphia. I got a clip here from outside of a target in Philly, and I'm going to let this just sink in. Okay. Just now, uh, essentially, I'm, I'm going to paint this for uh, for listeners. What this is, is out in front of a, uh, a Target store. They've shut the Target store down. And so you have, at least I, I'm, I've, as far as I know, they've shut the Target store down. And of course, you've got riots in Philly. And so you have people standing out in front of this Target store that are making sure that looters don't hit that store. Okay, now I want you to take a listen to this. Hey there, Rick. Yeah, there's a a group of residents who live in this area, and they have blocked the front of this Target store to prevent it from being looted. Uh, You can see there are some people who have a political message out here. Um, A lot of folks that we talked to said that they were unhappy to see the destruction in their communities. They're folks who live in the area. They shop at these stores that they were not happy to see the destruction that has come to so many neighborhoods. Um, And a lot of these people... Um, out here trying to uh, share a message. Some of them appear to uh, be enjoying it, and there seems to be also a few people in the crowd who are drinking. Uh, An officer came over here earlier tonight and uh, checked on this area, and they told that police officer, we are with you. Now, this is after... um, Excuse me. This is after uh, a number of police officers were injured today. Uh, Thirteen were injured yesterday, including seven that had chemical burns. Five of them were injured uh, today, and at least four police vehicles were also burned out. So this is a combination of people trying to protect stores and then also give a message of support to law enforcement as they try to get a, a handle on the unrest in this community. And this is as ahead of the National Guard, which is coming into Philadelphia, 600 National guardsmen are going to come down and um, help secure this area. Earlier tonight, uh, excuse me, this afternoon at 2.30, the the city instructed every restaurant and retail store to close. They shut down public transportation. They shut down the Benjamin Franklin Bridge in both directions. Okay, so my, my question to all this is, is this. You see the people that are standing out. For those that can't see, right, you see the people standing out in front of this. You've got people of every race and color out there. Okay, you've got white, you've got black, you got Hispanic. I see some Asian guys in there in the midst of all this. You've got people chanting four more years, which we know what they're talking about, right? All of them are doing it. And you've got them chanting USA. And she says, you've got a combination of people. Why doesn't she just say it? Is it the media? Is that what's stopping her from saying it? Why don't they just say it? Hey, look, you know, we don't care what color you are. What we have standing behind here, we have Americans protecting American businesses. Why is it so difficult? That's Fox News, by the way. Why is it so difficult for them to even mention something like that, to even promote even some type of little tiny bit of essence of of some type of unity here? They can't even do that. You know, it even felt like the narrative that they were pushing, they made it seem like these are the crazy radicals. One of the, the message, the message of the media uh, for the last, what, five days, however long this has been going on, the protests are mostly peaceful. Right. But then the information that she was putting out here was some of these are drunks. You can tell that these are politically motivated people. Oh, yeah. And they're having fun doing this stuff. And it's it just, 
I don't know. It, it kind of, it, 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 I don't know. It seems like they're even Fox is pushing a certain narrative. Yeah, it, this is. We, I can't even we, listen to it. We were we were talking about terrorist organizations. I, I did a quick look. The KKK is already a terrorist organization, but I, I went and found the definition. So the definition was changed with the Patriot Act. It was expanded, right, to include domestic terrorism. The definition now is a person engages in domestic terrorism if they do an act dangerous to human life that is a violation of the criminal law of a state or the United States if the attack appears to be intended to intimidate or coerce a civilian population, influence the policy of a government by intimidation or coercion, or to affect the conduct of a government by mass destruction, assassination, or kidnapping. And it also has to happen within the territorial jurisdiction of the United States, which okay. this is all happening in. So I was going to say, yeah. Are, are, are we are we kind of, uh, I don't know, coercion of the civilian, intimidation or coercion of a civil civilian population? All right, we got that. All right. Influence of the policy of a government by intimidation or coercion. Yeah, we got that going on too, right? And to affect the conduct of a government by mass destruction. Yeah, we got that too. Assassination. Can't really say there's ha- assassination going on, but there's attempted assaults and attacks on police officers. Well, hang there on. have been a few police officers that were killed. I don't know There's, that those would be considered assassinations. How but. about character assassinations? Because that's what they do. Well, there there is character assassinations. And then kidnapping. Now, I don't know what the, the requirements for kidnapping are, but when you're dragging off a police officer, uh, a female police officer, might I add, and you're trying to drag her off to kill her or to at least beat them, and the other officers are trying to fight you off of them, kind of on the verge of kidnapping, don't you think? I would classify I it just, that. Yeah. <laughs> We this is terrorism. In other words, what I'm trying to say fits all requirements. This is terrorism. These are these are no longer about Floyd. It's no longer about the the uh, you know that situation. This is now turned into terrorism. All right. So let's uh, let's end on a positive note here. You're all about. We we ended yesterday on a positive note, right? I mean, we we were talking about uh, conservation there at the end. Okay. So well, let's let's end on. We, a happier ever, we note should always here. end a conversation. Yes. No. End on conservation. Okay. Yes. No, <laughs> not not end conversation. conversation. Let's not Excuse conversation. Let's not, we should not always end, end on conversation. conversation. Of course, we should. <laughs> so making fun of my speech impediment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, hold on a minute. We're being too. We're being too funny. We have to. We have to calm down. Oh That's, yeah. We're right, supposed right. to be no nonsense in the afternoon. We we only horse around in the morning. So the good news is here. We ended yesterday, or we talked yesterday about people possibly leaving the city and there being some kind of a vacuum. You know, I, I'd mentioned that. And what are you seeing up here on screen, right? What, what do you see? This is in Minneapolis, by the way. This is what you said it was going to be. It's people from the community of all mm-hmm. colors, of all attitudes, of all walks of life going out and cleaning up the city. Isn't that what it is? You see it. Absolutely. So Thank you. you've got you've got people out there sweeping up the streets, picking up trash, Look at I mean, look what they're doing right. They're out in the the burned out buildings. I mean, look at that. That looks like Berlin in '49 after we beat the hell out of them. I mean, it, it looks terrible. Look at this. But what do you see? You don't see people that are that are killing each other. You don't see people that are fighting each other. You don't see people hitting each other over the head with bricks. You see all those people out there. How many people would you say are in that shot right there? Five hundred. Enough. Enough. I okay, could. Well, I wish there were more. Yeah, but I mean, th- this is what you said it was going to be. So I have to yield. You said it was going to be this. The community is going to come out and do this. And this is precisely what's happening. You see them out there sweeping up. You see them out there cleaning up. Traffic's back on the road, right? You've got everybody out there. Look at the trash bags. Look at them picking up trash. You see that? Mm-hmm. I, I see that, that the community is actually coming together to do this. They're not paying someone to do it. They're coming out and doing it themselves. 
and they're cleaning all this stuff up and they're going to rebuild have, their community. We have to do this. Otherwise, we'll just far, go spiraling down farther into destruction. Yes. Can you see the same type of an initiative being taken on all across these cities once all this stuff gets smashed and, and knocked down? I mean, I'm talking about the, uh, you know, the ones everywhere. Every community is disturbed by all of these riots and every community has people that care about their city, that really care about their city. They're not out there to go loot. They're not out there. And they really do feel for, you know, these poor families. And they're proving it by going out there and doing that. And as we see more and more people doing that, maybe it'll rub off. We could just change one mind. That's a start. <laughs> you know. No, you're you're right. But that's that's kind of why we got into this, wasn't it? You know, mm-hmm. if we can get one person to just not change their mind, right? That's that's not what I want to do. I don't want to no. change someone's mind. I want someone to be able to change their mind for themselves. That's all. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to call that an agenda, you can go right ahead. But I don't call that an agenda. I call that helping someone to help themselves. That's what I call that. Right? Absolutely. That's that's what I that's that's what I would like to see more than anything else. Right. I'm a free market guy. Right. I believe in in independence. I believe in self governance. That kind of thing. I don't believe in uh, in handouts and and government subsidies and all that stuff. And I know none of you do either. But the idea of getting into this and and promoting a message of those things, right, of good things, of of wholesomeness, of truth, of justice, of common sense. Right. These are the things that we don't have anymore. This is why we call it logic, reason and common sense, because we've lost all three of those things. And so to sit here and to talk about these things that happen in society, these social and these cultural issues and the other things that we like to talk about, too. You know, back in the day, you know, we used to talk about some good stuff. I mean, on our earlier podcast, we used to talk about other things. You know, I miss doing that and I would like to get into it. But in the midst of all this craziness, this is the kind of thing we're stuck with at the moment. Uh, And I I really, I don't like it because I want to get back to the other things because there's more about being a productive and fulfilled individual than politics. There's more than politics in this world. There's other things. There's fitness. There's the quest for knowledge. There's a, well, you you get down the theological side of it with the two of you. <laughs> there's <laughs> there's other things. There, there's, there's so many more things you can do to be a good individual for yourself and for your community. You know, GP, you talk about conservation. You talk about picking up trash. You talk mm-hmm. about other things that, that you like to do as far as like uh, growing food, things like that. Those are great things. And I want to get back into that. I want to talk about fitness again. So, I mean, we're, we're going to migrate back to that when these things finally die down and we can get a break. I've been saying for the last couple of days, I just want a normal day. That's all I want. I just want a normal day. Why do I want a normal day? So we can talk about normal things. Not this, right? No, no more of this hatred. No more of this division. No more of this uh, one person. He said, she said, me against them, us or them mentality, right? That's precisely what people that are fueling this agenda want. They know that they cannot take down the pinnacle of self-governance without knocking out the United States. And to them, it's not about just taking down the country, collapsing the country. It's about knocking down that idea the idea that was instilled upon the world of a right to be left alone by your government and to think for yourself. That's the idea that they want to shut down and they know they can't do it. So they have to fuel groups inside of the country from the radical side, any side you look at it, to turn everyone against each other. They know they can't do it from the outside. They can't do it militarily. So they have to do it from within. This is why we're seeing all this disarray. See, the people that are running the world today, right, the ones that have this this 
hatred of a free people. They have a hatred of a free ideology, you know, of freedom, right? They, they just don't like it. They, they would rather lord over people uh, and everyone live like serfs. That's more along the lines of how they think. And so they realized that they had to figure out a way to re-engineer the American Revolution. See, the American Revolution was never supposed to happen. It wasn't supposed to be successful, but it was. And it did happen. And so now they've gone back and they've tried to figure out how they can re-engineer this thing and try and make it to work in their advantage rather than work to their disadvantage. See, the idea of America puts people like that out of business. It puts them in chains where they belong. And they seek to re-engineer that and put it back into a sense of neo-feudalistic serfdom that serves them. And so the easiest way to get past this is to learn who these people are, learn how they think, look at the agendas that they promote, and to think for yourself. That's the most important thing. That's all I had tonight, gentlemen. GP, Bruce, thank you for your time this evening. And from all of us here, wherever you are in the world, we thank you for listening, because it's all of you that listen that make this all possible. We love you, and we love freedom and independence, and together we'll continue to fight for those in the marketplace of ideas. So we'll see all of you tomorrow.